0: Hello, and welcome to Editor's Net, where we play a long game of what if with our favorite and least favorite forms of media. I'm Sawyer. I'm Jordan. And let's get into it. Today we're missing one of our beloved cast members. We do not have Charlie here with us in the studio, because... Charlie couldn't be here due to external conflicts. So, it's just us. Okay. She will be missed. Yeah. So okay. What are we talking about today? We, thank you for asking, Jordan, are talking about The Samurai Turned Pretty. Wow. Mm. Uh, this is a TV series um, that is based on the books by Jenny Han. Um, it's a three-book series and the first season of the amazon prime show came out earlier this summer and took over tiktok instagram and a we lot must of be on different teenage girls minds <laughs> we must be on different sides of like oh probably all that cause... i'm a lot i'm on a lot of like tv show movie tiktok <laughs> which for better or worse but yeah Um, the show follows Belly as she is returning to Cousins for the summer. Cousins is, like, where she and her mother and brother go and spend the summer because Laurel, who is her mother, her best friend Susanna has two sons and they own a summer house and Belly and Steven and Laurel all stay in the summer house with Susanna and her two sons. Yeah, so they all like every single summer they all get together and they live in a beach house yeah. and and it's very it they make it apparent that Belly lives for the summers. Yeah. Like she spends the entire school year counting down to the summer, which is a bit concerning, but I digress. <laughs> also, Susanna has two sons. One is named Conrad and one is named Jeremiah. Belly has a bit of a thing for Conrad, who's Mm -hmm. the oldest son. Um, She's had a crush on him for, like, ever, Mm -hmm. is what she says. Um, And, yeah. yeah, (laughs) This is is the summer that she's now pretty, so... It's the summer... (laughs) She turned 16 this summer, so it's kind of like she is flourishing in her there could potentially be some romantic Self. involvement now that she is uh, a young woman <laughs> coming into her own They're right age and they so yeah and you know that they do the signature takes off the glasses and moves her hair from a ponytail shots yeah, to they'd... show that she is pretty yeah cuz she's not already stunning <sighs> yeah it's so, it i actually <laughs> it's actually really annoying T- to me I, this i'm if you can't tell from the podcast, I'm kind of a cynical person. So watching this very, like, very, like, fun and energetic energetic show, like, kind of grinded my gears a little bit. <laughs> so it was, it was very annoying when this, like, obviously very, very pretty young woman, like... Mm-hmm. Kept insisting that nobody had ever looked at her because she wasn't considered pretty Also, until now. The first person that, like, looks at her in the show, um, as I said, this is based on a book, and this does not happen in the book, but the first person that looks at her in the show is, like, a 19, 20-year-old guy that works at a gas station and he invites her to a party he doesn't know that she's not saying that that makes it fine but yeah he doesn't know that she's like 15 and so then immediately once he finds out he's like yeah ew yeah because he like offers her a drink at the party because she ends up going because rebellious belly (laughs) um and he and then uh jeremiah i think um who is one of the brothers is like, bro, she's oh no, wait no, Steven. It's Steven, it's Steven. Yeah. yeah. Steven is like, bro, she's fifteen and he's like, oh and then he like pieces out. <laughs> There's a lot of but kind she... of that. I like it's kind of yeah. one of the things that I noticed a lot is that they they obviously acknowledge that she's like the youngest person of like the kind of group of friends that the story circle like centers on. Mm-hmm. But it's like she gets up to like a lot of things that she probably definitely shouldn't like be involved in. Like the things yeah. that the older kids are doing that I guess is are things that maybe 16 year olds do. But in my mind, that she is a little girl, and so you all need to she leave her is alone. A little girl. It's amazing how much that she like when you're that age, you don't feel that little. But now we're, like, 19 and 20, and literally 17 is, like, baby. Yeah. Like, she, keep, like, Belly obviously does the, you know, 16-year-old thing where she insists that she's, like, mature. she's mature and that she's able to do all these things. But I was literally watching, I was like, no. No. You are, like, five. <laughs> you... Stop. She, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> it, it's, it, yeah. again, cynical cynical i i feel i literally felt like an old woman like the entire <laughs> time that i was watching this show because i could not stop like being bitter and angry about everything that these young pretty people were doing the entire summer it was, <laughs> <This guy> was... <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah so yeah we have slightly different tastes in movies yeah. and tv shows um yeah so that's a rough synopsis um (laughs) in two characters as we mentioned we have belly she's like the main character her full name is isabel something um it it's never brought up last names don't exist i mean they do but um her full name is isabel but everyone calls her belly which side note i'm pretty sure that i saw these books when i was like younger like freshman maybe sophomore year, and I did not pick up the book simply because her name is Belly. Yeah. It's kind Why? Of a, it's kind of a dumb, like, like, nickname. Bells? So cute. Conrad uses it, like, once in the book. So cute. Belly? Absolutely not. I simply don't like that word, but, like, it just adds, like, a youngness to her, and it's, like, really? It's, like, y- y- like yeah. Belly? And, like, she's introduced to everyone as Belly, and it's, like, yeah, it's, like, okay, you're trying to, you're trying to tell me that you're mature and old and, you know, whatever, but you go by, (laughs) your name is Belly? And, like, no, no offense to, like, if you want to go by, like, a nickname, um, but, like, Belly. People with nicknames. You're immature. <laughs> <laughs> go by your real name. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, if you go by Belly, I've just never met an Isabel that goes by Belly. I haven't either. Everybody, everybody I know goes by Bella or Bell. Yeah, or... my second cousin is named Isabel and she goes by Bell. So yeah, like thing that was made up. For Belly, this absolutely. Book slash show. Um. Yeah. Moving on. Conrad. He is the eldest of the gang. Yeah, I'm forgetting what his last name is. Oh, that's annoying. I'll look it up later. Um, but he um is love interest. I named him love interest number one because he is Bailey's love interest throughout like the entire series. Yeah, because there's like fifty of them. <laughs> eh, there's like three. <laughs> <laughs> um, his AKA personality three. traits <laughs> include he likes oh. I didn't give Belly's personality traits, but she's the main character so much. But his personality traits include sailing, and he is 18, and he just quit football. He's also emo. Like, he's not, he doesn't look like it, like, because he's blonde, and he's muscular, and he played football, but, like, all he does is sit around and brood and be angry about everything. You understand why, at like, episode, like, five or six. Yeah. Yeah, it's not without reason. But like when <laughs> you're first sense. introduced to the character, you're like, "Why is this man so?" Yeah, it's kind of not. It's like kind of refreshing because he he definitely has like the like the emo character traits, but it's like but he like... doesn't have the look at all. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of. It's kind of interesting in that, it, that it's like, well, what's this guy's deal? He <laughs> He's strange and mysterious. He's mysterious. Next is Jeremiah. He is the younger of the two brothers. Um, and I nicknamed him love interest number 1.5 because he does not become a lover interest until episode five, and it very much annoys me. But we'll get into that later. Um, he is known for being very spontaneous and... Um, he's just trying to have fun, and he's 17, and he is a biking and we love him for that. Um, I know. That was actually genuinely surprising. Yeah. Because, okay, when they first introduced him, I was like, hmm, him and Steven are <laughs> very yeah. definitely those, like, brand of boys that, like, are kind of in love with each other. They're but, for like, the boys. Like, they... <laughs> The bromance, but they also yeah, they kind of have a bromance going on, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cute, but then, but then they were like, no, he actually like he actually likes, yeah. men. So There's like was, a like, scene where he's like pointing out all the people he's like hooked up with at the pool, <laughs> and it's, and Stephen is just like, Whoa. and he points to, like literally mm-hmm. like half of the people there, yeah, and and it's, it's yeah, I just I like that Jeremiah is very confident in himself, and he like. He doesn't like define himself as being like bi. He's just like, I just love people and I like loving on love people. And I'm just like, I love that for you. Yeah. He says that he's equal opportunity. So <laughs> yeah. that was, it, it was just kind of a fun like yeah thing to have be like to be canon, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So, and they don't make it his like personality trait. Like that is not like the main interest of his character. But they just like added it. And I'm just like, yes. Go off presentation. Then we have Steven, who is Belly's older brother. Um, she He is 18, um, same as Conrad. And fun fact, he is, like, not in the books. He is off touring colleges with his dad in the books. Um, and I really like that they made him, like, an actual character in the show. Um, yeah. Because he's pretty enjoyable. Um, he is working at, like, the food court stand at the pool, Jeremiah is a lifeguard at the pool and Steven is like a working the um juice bar. Yeah. That. Snack bar. Um but then he gets like upgraded and works in like the poker thing. Yeah. And there's some interesting plot line with that. And then we have Cam Cameron who I will only refer to as Cam Cameron probably. Um he is sixteen, same age as Belly. Him and Belly had a connection, like they knew each other from like a really long time ago. Um, and then they meet back up at this party and she, he is technically speaking love interest number two but yeah yeah he is um he's a he's a nice guy <laughs> he's a nice boy he's interested in marine biology mm-hmm. and that's it <laughs> um no he he's yeah. nice and he's he's genuinely sweet and he's he is he's not just- interested in like, going too quickly with like belly like yeah. they're not trying to like jump into like this super romantic and mm-hmm. extravagant and uh, extreme relationship he's just like hey you want to go look at the sunset and the ocean and with eat me? cucumber sandwiches yeah he's just a he's just a nice guy sorry jesus he's just a nice guy yeah and not a sweet fellow yeah. and kind gentleman. Mm-hmm. Then we have Susanna, who is the boy's mom, and Laura, who is the girl's mom, Laurel. Um, they have been best friends since forever. Mm-hmm. And that is that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then you have Cleveland, who is, um, but Laurel is an author, and um, so is Cleveland, and he's like a pretty no- well known author. And he is Laurel's love interest because authors. Yeah, Yeah. they kind of have a meet cute in a (laughs) bookstore where Laurel like picks up his book and she's like insulting him because he wears like glasses (laughs) and he's standing like right behind her. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, yeah, I usually take him off for photos or, (laughs) you know, he says something kind of clever. And she's like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize that I just insulted this author guy. And then she feels bad, and she looks him up on Instagram, and he has, like, 100,000 followers. Yeah, and so she's, like, kind of jealous oh, of him. Yeah. And a little bit. He is her love interest. Yeah. Then they... Yeah. So. Um, also, she is... So, both girls... Or both moms are... Well, Laurel and... Bell, um, the... Belly and Steven's dad are fully divorced, and they have been for about a year in the show... And, um, Susanna and the boy's dad are on a break, but they're not getting back together. (laughs) Um, so. Divorce is imminent. Yeah. Imminent. I mean, he cheated on her while she was in chemo. Um, Yes. Susanna also has cancer. Like, yeah. And we don't really learn that. Well, we know it because of Conrad, but the characters don't learn it until, like, the last episode um it's very sad and very i feel bad for jeremiah in that moment but yeah also um he is just like he kind of projects onto conrad because he he's like the stereotypical like football dad kind of um or not start like the movie football dad right um so we, we don't like him um yeah <laughs> yeah conrad has daddy issues and <laughs> mommy issues he is just a fullback so man. So he's yeah. That's that's the reason why he's very brooding and yeah, sad. Yeah. Oh, he's so hot and so miserable. <laughs> I, actually, cut that out. That's cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be referencing TikToks. So. No, you're good. Okay. So now on to praises. Now that we've gotten all like the cast figures figured out. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. yeah assuming you've watched like the show, y'all you, you know who we're talking about. Um, so praises. Um, I really liked a lot of like the individual relationships that happened between different characters. Um, one of which is Laurel and Susanna's relationship, primarily just because it kind of shows a different side of adult friends. Cause I feel like a lot of times we don't like see that In Adult Friends, even, like, um, another popular... Oh, it's... This is Amazon Prime. But, um... Oh, what is it called? Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Very good, by the way. Um, but... The most, like, fun-ish... Steel Magnolias? Sweet Magnolias. Sweet Magnolias. Sweet Magnolias. Okay. Um, but, like, the most that we see those moms, like, be, like... Or, like, let loose, if you will is, like, through, like, drinking, like, margaritas and, like, wine and stuff, like, typical mom things. But in this show, they do weed, which I think is just funny. Um, So it's, like, they kind of put a different perspective on um, friendships. The two of them have the... Both of them know that Susanna has, Mm -hmm. like... uh, like rapidly progressing cancer. And so there's kind of this like o- overlying like weight on the two of them to have a an enjoyable summer that they can remember because this might be the last time that they get to have a summer together. Yeah. Um and so they kind of relive their youth um and kind of try to go back to the like the place that they were when they were um when they were young mm-hmm. and and they kind of have like their own version of the summer. I turned of a, of a summer when they turned pretty. Yeah. And it's just very nice because it's like, despite this like very dramatic, this very heavy thing that's like lingering over them. They are trying to make sure that both their children and themselves are maintaining a happy and positive like outlook. Yeah. And so it is a really good aspect of the show. Yeah. So I just really enjoyed their like, friendship yeah and they just have so much like lo- you can tell there's just so much love between each other some of the things that are like done are or because so you can tell that Susanna is just in a different economic bracket than Laurel is by somewhat like the um especially when they're shopping for um Belly's uh debutante debutante ball oh I didn't outfits. I didn't mention that in the synopsis but um Another thing throughout the show is that they um Belly is competing in a debutante or not competing. Not competing, but she's doing a debutante ball. Like which is like ball. a coming of age thing for rich people. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. But a lot of and she like meets a group of girls through that and it's like her friends and whatnot. Um But there's like she like buys like, does some, like, buying of some of Belly's clothes, um, even if, like, um, Laurel doesn't necessarily, like, approve of her spending so much money, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. But, yeah, it's, like, clear, they, I think they explicitly say this, that, like, Laurel, or their whole family, like, is, you know, more, is definitely, like, middle class, mm-hmm. where the other family, like, lives maybe like upper middle class or you know like I mean they own the beach house which is very big and has a pool and is on like right like literally on the beach so So I guess yeah (laughs) the Susanna's family is well off where Belly's Laurel's family is more middle class Mm -hmm. but it's definitely shown that Laurel has this kind of like uh insecurity about like the difference between their economic situations yeah um and so she's, kind of, worried about about that. Um, mm-hmm. And Susanna is just kind of like, don't worry about it. And she, I think Laurel mainly got to the side this summer because it's like it's her last summer, and she doesn't want to raise suspicion. Um, but we figured we'd like, or I figured, <laughs> like mention that. Yeah, Susanna definitely is very generous. Yeah. I guess I'll say like you can tell her love language is gifts yeah because she buys a lot of things and they both the two of them definitely have like a lot of love for the other's children yeah so it's almost like they're a large family like Mm -hmm. in themselves yeah while still being like distinct from each other yeah so moving on from the um parents i so um, even before recording this, like, and originally when, like, watching this, I really appreciate the way that Cam Cameron and Belly's relationship developed. So, in the beginning of the series, or of, like, the season, um, he is, like, introduced as, like, the not Conrad option, I guess, um, and they kind of, like, start, like, going, they're not, like, official or anything, but they, like, go on dates and stuff, um, but by the end of, like, episode, like, six or seven i think um belly is just like look i'm just not into it anymore and he's like okay that's cool and he disappears um because <laughs> yeah but the i feel like and this is more just like an applaud to like the actors they had chemistry in the beginning that slowly faded out and mm-hmm. by the end of it They had a lot of platonic chemistry, but no romantic chemistry like at all in the last scene, which Mm. I think is kind of an attestment testament to those actors. But I really liked that because it's like you don't even like by the end, at least I didn't even see him as like an option just because of how little chemistry they had. Where at the beginning. I was like, oh, they'd be cute together. I mean, I still do think they would be cute together, but I don't think that Belly would give all of herself to him, if that makes sense. Um, just because she's still, like, in love with Conrad. Um, which... eh. Yeah. But you can definitely tell, like, when they first meet. Um, it's... It's pretty clear that she's kind of... She's not, like, I'm not trying to say that she was, like, only talking to him because, like, she was trying to, I don't know, make Conrad jealous or whatever. Or, like, just clinging onto the first person that was around. Mm -hmm. But she definitely was... Like, okay, Conrad's not available, so this guy Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to. Yeah. And she definitely does still still feel, like, disappointed that Conrad is not into her in that way. Instead of, like, being excited that Cam Cameron is, if that makes sense. So, it is kind of like... You can tell that they're not. And and again, yes, they do have chemistry, but you can tell that they're not like end game, end game right away. Yeah, so that's I, I appreciated that. Um, next thing that I liked is Conrad and Cleveland's relationship, kind of in that I feel like Conrad is was so loner y. That it was nice seeing him open yeah. up to someone. Yes. Quick, <laughs> because it's just like you literally have like no idea why he's acting the way he does, and you see like Susanna and Laurel like speculate about like what's up with him and why he's suddenly why he broke up with his girlfriend that he had, mm-hmm. and why he has suddenly quit a sport that he's really good good at and, and loves. He would have gone to college for it. Yeah. And why he's, like, constantly just, like, moping around and not, like, doing anything fun with the other kids. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, like, so kind of prominent in his character that you're, like, what is up with this kid? Like, I want to know. Like, I want it to be revealed. And the it's revealed through Cleveland because Conrad finally has somebody to talk to that isn't, like, directly in their little like beach house family, yeah. so which then that does like get changed, and Cl- yeah, Cleveland kind of steps out of line by the end because he's like, he turns to Laurel and he, she he's like, I know that Susanna has cancer and stuff, and she had not yet told him, which yeah, that bothered me. I guess that's kind of like a change I would do, um, but. That bothered me because it's, like, that is such... Like, he knows how close they are. That is something that she should have been able to tell him on her own time. Yeah. I, I also... I also understand why he does it, though, because he needs to tell Laurel that Conrad knows. Because it's, like, a big deal that Conrad knows. Yeah. So, it's a good... I think... Cleveland's character is kind of flawed, but like mm-hmm. the relationship that Cleveland has it, with Conrad is theoretically good, especially because Conrad is is definitely having issues with his father. Mm-hmm. So Cleveland kind of acts as like a surrogate father figure and just somebody that Conrad can talk yeah. to because he doesn't feel like he can talk to anybody else. Conrad also um, towards the later episodes uh, begins to deal with anxiety. And Cleveland, like, has dealt with that his entire life, so he kind of helps Conrad through an episode, which was kind of nice. Yeah, it w- that was a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, props to the actors. Um, Kind of my, like, last praise, I guess, for, like, characters. Um, I just like Steven. <laughs> Me too. I like his character. He's, like, not in the books. Um, so I think it's great that they added him. Yeah honestly, I just like that there was, so in the books, it's pretty, you only, in the first book, at least, you only get Belly's POV, I'm pretty sure, um, so it's, like, and she is only interacting with Conrad and or Jeremiah and or Susanna, or, like, Laurel, obviously, um, so it's so nice in the show that you get to see other interactions, and Steven and Belly have, like, a, pretty good sibling relationship which is nice and it's like pretty like believable I guess yeah I think Steven he first of all he's kind of comic relief like Mm -hmm. there are other characters that are funny and you know all the characters say like funny lines every once in a while but he's like kind of the main character comic relief character yeah um and but then also at the same time He kind of acts as, like, for me, at least, like, the link to the real world, kind of. Yeah. Because all the other characters, like, the kid characters, are kind of, like, entranced in this very, like... It's summer. Like, yeah. Like, they're all, like, kind of self-obsessed with, like, their own, like, romantic interests. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not saying is necessarily a bad, a bad thing but like they're all it, it's like they're stuck in this like world of like the debutante ball and does Conrad like me? Does Belly like me? Does Jeremiah like me? What's... Mm-hmm. they're all like in love with each other and they're all dealing with that and they're like not looking outside of that at all because that's what their character arcs are. Yeah. But Stephen
1: is Steve dealing is...
0: with The girl that he's interested in is significantly more wealthy than he is. Mm -hmm. And that is a very big insecurity that he has. Yeah. And he tries to, you know, live up to her standards by working more, by gaining a a new position at the snack bar that he works at, by working at, like, this elite poker um, club that's, like, Mm -hmm. within the country club. And he faces instances of racism because yeah. he's Asian American. And so he has to deal with both, like, figuring out how he's going to deal with that mm-hmm. and how he's going to deal with, like, the classism that he faces within the cousins, you know, town. Yeah. He's kind of like a reality check if you were yes, like, throughout the exactly. show. And you feel bad for him because it's, like, it, it's sad, but it's also just, like, realistically people are going to Cousins because they're rich and they have a... Yeah. Like, this is not where people live during the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. But, like, most of the people living here are... have vacation homes here, and they are in a very wealthy, like, tax bracket. It's kind of like the, um kooks in uh, Outer Banks like it's that it's Rich Rich um, so he's like a reality chick and besides like Susanna and Laurel where mm-hmm. it's like kind of mentioned like none of the other characters really talk about like how they're all ex- extremely wealthy except for like Belly and Stephen mm-hmm. so yeah Stephen acts like acts as their reality check because it's also it's not only shown through like his role at 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 the place that he works mm-hmm. but then also his relationship with shayla his girlfriend yeah where he's like trying really hard to fit in to cousins because she fits into cousins and then also trying really hard to live up to her standards mm-hmm. as someone who's really wealthy or who she's or how he thinks her standards are yeah yeah um, and it's kind of yeah that like that sh- is shown through in like an interesting way because he he ends up like cheating on sh- Shayla. kind well, of. okay, so they, I I don't were they official at the time? I don't think they were mm-hmm. like official. <laughs> Him and Shayla were kind of kind of were like, interested in each other, and that- so. He didn't, like, cheat on her, per se, but they weren't, like, official, and Steven hooks up with Belly's best friend at a party while Shayla's out of town. Um, it kind of is inferred to that that's, like, him feeling insecure. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Like, he... Him and Shayla aren't necessarily together together. Until the but end. But they both want to be. hmm But he feels insecure about how he fits into Shayla's life mm-hmm. and how he feels like he doesn't live up to her. So he kind of, he tries to like fix that and fix himself by hooking up with Belly's friend, Taylor. Um, and so... Not a smart move, man. They <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, And they... They condemn this because obviously No. It it it's clear that Shayla likes Steven and Steven mm-hmm. likes Shayla back, but it is in an interesting way to show how he is feeling towards the situation that he's in, along with the other ways that it it showcased. Like by how he loses all his money in that poker tournament, how he keeps working at the snack bar, or he keeps working as, like, the waiter in the poker club, despite mm-hmm. everybody there being racist towards him. Yeah, and there's kind of a question of, like, should you be taking this money, even if you're being essentially degraded the entire time? Yeah. And it's, like, he doesn't really want to take money from racists, but it's, like, does he have a choice? Yeah. but So, Steven is just interesting because it's, like, he's funny he's the funny character but then also he's like the only character that's like experiencing the world real world mm-hmm. I, I i guess technically conrad is also because he's you know they're all kind of dealing with stuff just in different they're ways. all deal like they're all dealing with stuff but it's just like steven except- feels the most real yeah for the majority of the season yeah because belly's just like so preoccupied with <laughs> belly's and bliss with, the entire season y- yeah <laughs> Which, to each their own. But, yeah. So, kind of my, like, last... I don't know if this is, like, necessarily a praise. But, um, for those of you that have read the book, the, the, there's changes that, like, the debutante ball is not a thing in the book. Um, but I do think this series, like, this story that Jenny Hanna is attempting to tell... Thrives more on screen than it does in the book. That's. <laughs> I haven't read the book, but because in the book it's told in like POV or like point of views instead of like third person, um, so it's a lot of like isolation essentially. Um, whereas in the show, you really get to see her interacting with a lot of other people and cousins. Like, there's an entire friend group that's in the show that's not even, that's not in um, the book, and I like the friend group in the show, and it, like, adds a bit- it adds more character to Belly because it's- we're not just seeing her interact with the boys, we're seeing her breaking out and being- com- being coming friends with other people and cousins. Why she hasn't done this prior? I don't know. But- I don't know. I feel like this story just really thrives on television, and I thank you to Amazon Prime for making this a reality, because I, like, I think it's a, it's a cool, good story. But, yeah. Um, moving to changes. Uh, so, throughout the season, the, it's like a seven-episode series, and I feel like everything happens in, like, episode five and episode six, or episode five going on. Um, if I say episode five and it's actually episode six or something, <laughs> um honest mistake. But so throughout in the book, it's a love triangle between own primarily Jeremiah and Belly and Conrad. It's like girl is in love with two brothers, right? Um in the show, they don't execute that super well. Because he is, like, introduced as a love interest. Jeremiah is introduced. Yeah. Jeremiah is introduced as a love interest, like, episode 4, episode 5. And then they kiss, like, twice. But then she, like, kisses Conrad at the end. And the way that their, their like, friendship goes, you just see them so much as friends. And then... Conrad is like, oh, no, not Conrad. Jeremiah is like, oh, actually, I am in love with you, like, more than halfway through this season, which I did not like, <laughs> because I felt like if they were gonna, if you're gonna do a love triangle right, you have it start from the beginning, and you have aspects of that relation. You have apps. You have Jeremiah showing interest in Belly on day one, instead of, like, introducing that at, like, day, like, five, essentially. So, and this would be very much veering off from the books. I would not make Jeremiah love interest. I think they work really well as best friends. Like, I really, I like them as best friends. And, yeah. I mean, I'm honestly, Team Belly needs to figure herself out before she dates anyone, but I think that her and Jer- I don't know if her and Conrad realistically really do work in, like, real world, but I don't think her and Jeremiah work real world either, so, yeah. (laughs) I- yeah. I don't- I'm kind of neutral, like, I don't- like I'm fine. I, I I get where you're coming from though. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind Jeremiah as a love interest, but it, I wish if they I like they did do it, but they should have introduced that way earlier. Yeah. Like that's I fair. get that she was spending time with Cam Cameron, but they're gonna do that, and like reading the books, you know what's gonna happen. But it's like they should have introduced that earlier. Instead of waiting to, like, the last minute and making belly all confused and then whatnot. So. Yeah. Hot take. I don't think Jeremiah should be a love interest. Um, Team Conrad. I enjoy the role that Cleveland's character has. But I think the way it's executed is done kind of poorly. They introduce him as kind of, like... Um, what is it called when you're like when you're like equal with someone like a uh, I, I don't know he's, in, <laughs> no he's introduced as like a peer to Laurel they're both authors but he's kind of you know maybe a little mysterious a little a kind of witty kind of
1: sarcastic a little
0: mysterious yeah cuz they have this like meet cute at the you know the Damn. the bookstore um and then you don't see him for a little while um and then he's a and you can kind of tell that he's like he's going to be a love interest for Laurel maybe um and that's good but then he's kind of brought up as like he's introduced to Conrad and someone gives a suggestion that Conrad teaches him how to sail so that he has a reference point for his next book. And so he kind of slips into the surrogate father figure role for Conrad. Mm -hmm. I, but like after that first meeting that he has with Laurel, I think he kind of just comes off as like, not That, I I don't know how to say that. I don't want to say lame, but it's, like, he's... And I don't want to call him a weirdo, but he's kind of weird. Like, the... I think, ideally, he should have been maybe a little bit more reluctant to, like, get deeply involved in Conrad's personal life. But it seems like once... They're, like, sailing and whatever. He's like, So, why were you late for the thing? Oh, you were hanging out with a girl? Cool. Why are you angry? Is it because your dad's back in town? First of all, dog, like... Why would you say that? That's so... Like, that's so... No, no. (laughs) That's so out of pocket. Don't be doing that. Um... And then also, like, like, I don't know, the, like, picnic thing that he, like, does with Laurel. Yeah. Like, at the time, she just, like, kind of doesn't seem like she's, like, that into it. But then, like, they kind of switch gears and, like, then they're, like, swimming and it's Mm -hmm. fine. But I don't know. He just comes off as, like, a little bit strange. Yeah. And... Side note on their relationship um there's one scene where they're um holding hands <laughs> you know you they're know they're not holding yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm talking yeah yeah they're holding yeah hands. and it looks like this scene from riverdale with archie and the teacher that was not needed i did not need to see that that was out of pocket yeah i didn't need no, to no. see that either <laughs> how dare you put that in this show <laughs> we don't we don't know um like I I'm aware that like adults do that and stuff but just the way it was filmed it just didn't match anything else in the entire show and it just and yeah. so yeah. Yeah, so my grievance with yeah, my grievance with Cleveland it kind of boils down to he's not cool enough. Um <laughs> he is I guess. lame. I don't know. He's it's just it's just it's like I I don't, don't want to we don't talk about acting on the actors on this show but it's like maybe it's it's the acting maybe it's just the fact that he's like too quickly like involved in conrad's life as like the person that conrad like talks to yeah. in lieu of his mother or father maybe it's i think it's just i don't know weird that he is kind of getting info about conrad from laurel and Laure- he and he, but he's also getting info about Laurel, Laurel from, from Conrad. Conrad Unknowingly, uh, yeah. he's like, like too that's involved. kind of that's his like two that's his second mom. Like, yeah, and like Conrad knows that that Cleveland is like interested in Laurel romantically. So it's not like Conrad has a problem with telling, like, kind of hyping Cleveland up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then also the fact that, like, I guess it's just weird that, like, he, like, now knows everything about these two families Mm -hmm. because he's, like, interacting with both sides of it. Yeah. And. Should he? Yeah. (laughs) I just wish he was, like, a little bit more, like. Kept in the dark. Like, kind of, I don't know. He's like, Yeah, I don't really want to learn from this weirdo <laughs> high schooler, but I'm going to. And then he, like, I like a reluctant father figure. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, if his, like, his, re- him reaching out to Conrad is a little bit more of a, like, of a built up thing instead of just happening, like, straight away. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like, I feel that. Oh. I'm hanging out with this kid because he's teaching me how to sail. Mm -hmm. I'm your new dad. (laughs) And yeah, maybe the same, maybe the same with like Laurel. Like maybe if there had been like a second meeting that they had where they don't immediately start holding hands in their car, then maybe it would have been more of a like, yeah, I want to see them get together. Yeah, I I, I, I completely understand it was a a spontaneous thing, and it's meant to be, like, adults can be fun, too, but also... It's like, okay, yeah, sure, (laughs) but you're adults. Can you have a little decorum, please? (laughs) So, that's just my thing. And I feel like that same thing could have been accomplished with, like, more... Like, they didn't need to show it. They, it could yeah, have been like, like a yeah. implied thing, but eh. um, next thing that changes. This is like a thing that happens. Um, well, do you want to introduce it because you feel pretty strongly about it? The notes take those. Oh yeah, I I have a grievance that I'd <laughs> like to air. Okay, so. Obviously, Belly and Conrad are having their little back and forth all summer, right? Mm-hmm. And Conrad's also involved with this girl named Nicole, who is cool. She's re- she's really nice. She acts as kind of like a a guide for Belly through the debutante mm-hmm. ball process. And Belly assures um, Nicole that there's nothing going on between her and Conrad. Yeah. Which, to be fair, she does not really think there is until yeah. like, when this scene went down. So, and you be- yeah, so, so then Conrad, being the brilliant genius that he is, he decides that he's gonna text Belly and say something stupid to her. I don't know what he says, but, you know, it's coming from him, so it's probably it's something that insinuates romance. Yeah, something that insinuates romance, and you know who sees that text on Belly's phone? Nicole slash Nicole's friends. Yeah, because, so, um, Taylor, who we have not yet mentioned, but we'll get to her next, because mm, Taylor, Belly, and then the group of cousins girls, like, the the debutante girls are all, like, hanging out, um, and they went on, like, one of their boats or something, and then, um, they, like, it's either, like, a dare or something, but Belly and Taylor ended up, like, skinny dipping, and then Nicole sees the, um text and then they the girls are like not happy about this so they take the well gr- while um the two aren't looking they take their clothes and leave the, the test ma- text message open um and yeah yeah so they see this they see the text message and they're like oh okay that means that conrad's cheating on me with belly right yeah, yeah. so their brilliant idea is they're gonna leave two 16 year sixteen-year-olds stranded out in the middle of nowhere on this freaking island, and with no naked clothes. with no clothes, and leaving them to walk home with just their phones and like towels? I don't care how mad you are. I don't care what you think that this sixteen-year-old did. Mm. That's not something that you could do. That's like that's evil. <laughs> like I I don't I don't care. I don't care, you I don't care if you think experience. that experience. <laughs> I am. No. (laughs) No, I'm not. But it's like, I don't care. Yeah, It's like, oh, sorry, that sucks. Maybe you should, like, check it. I don't know. Maybe you should, like, check and make sure that it's not, like, some weirdo situation where Conrad's being a weirdo and trying to snatch up this little Uh, 16-year-old. So, it just makes it, 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 like, it, it actually infuriated me because it's like... I get that Nicole and her friends are also young. They're, you know, in the 17, 18 range. But it's like, don't geez, Jeez, what if something bad had happened? My mm. goodness. And they don't even, they don't address it. And they're just like, oh, well, I think Nicole, I think that they were all like very, I think that that was a very reasonable response <laughs> to seeing yeah. a text message, to seeing a misleading text message. So I, I, I am grieved about that. yeah So, yeah. That's sort of just a nitpicky thing, but it's just it was like Really? What in the What in the world mm-hmm. is going through these these children's minds? Like what That's why I like Steven because it's like, okay, this is not this is not something that you can do in the real world and just have no consequences for and just be like, "Oh, it's okay because she saw a text message on her phone." <laughs> So yeah, I, I like Nicole outside of that. Like she genuinely is a good character, and mm-hmm. I like the other the the other girls that they all hang out with. They're yeah. genuinely like good characters, yeah. except for that one thing. <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, next things that we would change is Taylor. Um yeah, <laughs> Taylor. She just gives off pick-me energy. She kind of gets better, um, after, like, she gets better the second time she comes, because she lives, like, in Belly's hometown, but she comes and, like, visits for her birthday, and literally the entire, like, that, like, first, like, visit, she's just kind of, like, she just seems almost, like, shocked that Belly is, like, maturing, that's a th- which is the most annoying, <laughs> a most annoying thing because it's like, it's kind of like a I'm friends with somebody because they're lesser than me, therefore I can look better in with them, like that type of mentality, if you will, and Taylor radiated that in that like scene so much, and like kind of you still and then she goes and like hooks up with Steven which no and belly catches them on her birthday like at her party like yeah what friend does that i would be like so Cassie mad. and uh cassie I and maddie i don't watch that show the other one's name cassie maddie. and maddie yeah cassie and maddie situation kind of not really <laughs> but like it she just girls don't do that <laughs> She does say, she she does tell Belly, like, I have liked Steven for forever, so it is like... But she expects Belly to just, like, know that she's... It's kind of like the, I've liked him forever, how have you not known? Or like, she does go on this very annoying, like, speech about how Belly, how, like... Belly makes everything be- about oh, her. Oh, Belly makes everything thing. about her, when literally... Taylor does that exact freaking thing. Mm-hmm. It's like she can't be in the room without everybody paying attention to her, mm-hmm. and it's that whole trope about how she's jealous about Belly getting new friends. And mm-hmm. the, it's like, okay, it's and it's Belly's a summer. been like arguably like a pushover until this summer, and now she's like standing up for herself, and that's not good. Like, yeah. you should be happy that your friend is growing into her into yourself, and like being a person and then she doesn't like apologize for just being a bad friend yeah and then they're like fine and i'm like taylor taylor's whoever plays her does a brilliant job at at, Mm -hmm. as acting like the worst person that you knew in high school yeah like it's just like
1: that is not a friendship
0: that belly should continue post high school like oh man Yeah, and she's bad in the books, too, but just... And actually, something that I want to talk about, like, a change that I want to talk about, is that kind of, like, mentality that Taylor has towards Belly. Mm -hmm. Everybody in Cousins is, like... Everybody, like, within the Beach House Mm -hmm. is, like, so insistent that Belly could never possibly change <laughs> that, that she is, could yeah. never possibly be interested in doing something like a debutante ball. And she, yeah, she does do it because she knows that'll make Susanna happy. But they they keep insisting like no, Belly is our little stray alley cat. Belly's always been freaking ugly yeah. and why would she ever want to do a debutante ball? Belly, you're changing. You're not the person that I once knew. You're you're not acting like yourself. Yeah. It's like what on earth are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. It's so frustrating because like not only in this show, but I feel like change in itself is criminalized, if you will, or like demonized as if change is a bad thing. Like one can say that cha- like I feel like change is neither good nor bad. It just happens. It's natural. But, in this instance, when she is growing into herself and being more confident and like actually making decisions for herself, that's a good change. You should want her to do that change. Mm-hmm. And I understand like the sentiment that Laurel kind of has that the debutante ball is like, yeah, it ki- is like kind of an out old fashioned thing and that it's like rooted in misogyny. Mm-hmm. and that's that's valid y- that's valid. But then she also, it's also kind of implied that, like, she doesn't like that Belly's doing it because it's not something that she would have done herself, you yeah. know? So it's, like, it's just so strange that... If- It'd be one thing if she didn't, and like, genuinely, like, in, if she didn't start to enjoy it and she was literally just doing it for Susanna, but it kind of became and it was obvious that she was doing it that yes she did she started it for Susanna but she actually like met friends and like yeah and started liking it and like at a certain point (sighs) it's like why on earth would you be mad that this like the sixteen year old girl who's clearly like pretty insecure about herself and is having like trouble navigating her relationship with these two freaking boys who've fawn over her. Why would you be mad that she's making a group of female friends other than her awful friend from her hometown, Taylor? <laughs> Why on earth would you be mad about that? Yeah. It's so, so stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that I've been yelling this whole time and that I'm <laughs> i'm I'm sorry that I'm being an old bag about yeah. this whole show, and these themes are like they're they're prevalent, but they're not like super well, yeah, some of them, but yeah, it's i it's honestly worse to me that it's like in passing because they don't make an active attempt to like sh- say like no Conrad, no Laurel, no Jeremiah, no Stephen, no Taylor belly can do whatever she wants and she is able to change because now she's not like eight i mean in a way cam cameron kind of does that true but yeah so it's it's just like she's not a little girl anymore y'all need to grow up and yeah it's like they're credit like they're saying all these things about her about how they don't like Belly belly changing or whatever it it's, like, all passive. Like, it's not, like, an active part of the plot. And Belly is obviously annoyed about it, but it, then they don't address it, like, in any meaningful way. So, yeah. that's, that's just something that I yeah find Change, we I mean, would address it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. not sure. Um, kind of, like, a last change. Something that happens midway-ish through the show is that Belly drinks, like, a lot of alcohol... Like, a lot of alcohol. Like, six margaritas. <laughs> and some. Like, yeah. a lot. It's, like, a lot. And Girlie gets no repercussions. None. It, Nada. The- I mean, besides, like, Kim and kind of being turned off. But, like... And she, like, says something to... Like, she has consequences within, like, the friend group because she was stupid. She wasn't stupid, but she was under the influence. So, it was, like, she said things she should not have and would not have said if not under the influence. But she got nada from the adults. Yeah. Like, the, no. (laughs) There's, like, this kind of strange thing that the show does. And, again, maybe this is just me being an old woman. But, like, specifically because Belly is the age that she is, there's, she's shown engaging in a lot of, like, things that the older kids are doing paired along with her being like kind of naive, young Mm -hmm. kind of innocent and it kind of implies that it's like okay for her to be drinking six margaritas of alcohol she requests to try the joint that uh, Conrad is smoking Mm -hmm. and you know she's drinking recreationally she's going to parties Yeah, she's witnessing her brother hook up with her friend and I'm not saying that it's it's okay for Taylor to be doing any of those things either but it's at the show acts like it's these are normal things that like all teenagers do yeah and that it's like okay for them to be doing we're not saying that teenagers don't drink but that activity generally speaking more starts in college like yeah i like I, again i'm not trying to be like a a buzzkill maybe we're just really lame maybe we're really lame in high school i don't know <laughs> but it's like it's they're drinking is like li- 21 and they're showing um uh Conrad, they do a similar kind, not similar, but like in a way where they're kind of showing it as like a grieving process where Conrad is like guzzling champagne or something at um, the release party of the book or whatever. Yeah, and it's like kind of saying like the show is un whether it's intentional or not, it's saying that it's okay for teenagers to be drinking. It's unconcerned with the repercussions that these behaviors, would inevitably cause in the real world. Yeah. Like there are like there are actual things that could go really really wrong if a 16-year-old drank 6 plus margaritas mm-hmm. at a family event. Yeah. Uh, and spent the whole day drinking with her friends. And this is not just like a summer I turn pretty thing. This is like a lot of like movie culture thing that it's kind of made it that like rich people rich teenagers just drink and get drunk and get- things like that. Whether or not that's true, and yeah, and and it's like, again, that it's kind of, it's glamorized, if you will. Yes, it's, it's glamorized. And inevitably, like, in the way that it's shown, some dumb 16 year old is gonna like, think, oh, belly drinks, I can drink. That looks pretty fun. I think I know what I'm gonna do on the 4th of July, Mm -hmm. which is just very... And I don't want to try and say that, like, a more, like, people should try to, I'm not trying to say that people need to, like, garner their morality based off the media they consume would because that's definitely not true, but it's, like, annoying how unconcerned the show is with this side of, like, the yeah. social events that they portray. Considering, like, how almost, like, strict Laurel is kind of presented because it's, like, Susanna's, like, the carefree one, and then Laurel is, like, the uptight, if you will, which has its own thing. But, like, there's no shot that Laurel would let that pass. No shot. She would be sent back. They would go back. Like, yeah, it... No. (laughs) It's just very... it's just kind of weird because, especially because, like, it's, like, the the show is kind of trying to portray itself as being, like, more mature, more realistic, maybe, than, like, like, showcasing both sides of, like, mm-hmm. like, ooh, a fun summer of, like, a love triangle, but then also a, a mother who has cancer, a kid facing racism at his work, mm-hmm. like... But then they don't address anything about how, like, substance abuse is, like, playing into that, other than, like, Conrad yeah. obviously self-medicating on champagne. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if it was actually champagne, but it was some sort of alcohol. Yeah. Which is, like, that would have been actually interesting. If they had, like, mm-hmm. delved into that, and it's like, hey, why is Conrad always freaking drunk? I don't know. Maybe we should ask him and figure it out. Maybe we should ask. But, no, that's yeah. not what they do. They just have... And we're not saying that this stuff like doesn't happen real world, but they're kind of ignoring the real world implications of it. Yeah. Which seems irresponsible in this case because it specifically because it's minors, mm-hmm. specifically because it's a And it's catering towards yeah. it the show is it's catering 16 towards, plus. Yeah. So it's like it's within the age range that this show is like sh- portraying, so it's it's very much like, hey, these kids are just like me mm-hmm. yeah. mm yeah so yeah, yeah,- Ka- kind of a i don't know that's kind of nitty gritty, but it's like it it was like it it again, like if you're older than the age of twenty one like eight, well like if you're out of high school if it's, you're in high school you're probably like okay big deal shit whatever but it went once you're out of high school and it's like you've lived a little bit of life you kind of realize like Alcohol's this not is cool. so <laughs> like you you it's like it's so noticeable mm-hmm. you know yeah. so yeah back to lighten it a little bit this show is good i really enjoyed it i finished it in, like, I finished it, like, the day or two after it came out. Not really intentionally, because I, like, liked it that much, but more so I just, I binge TV shows when I watch TV shows. Um, whether or not that's a good thing or not, I don't know. But I really liked it. (laughs) I, And I'm excited for what they do with season two, mainly. Yeah, I did like it, too. I- I I was thoroughly entertained when I was watching it, despite yeah. being a crotchety old woman. Mm-hmm. And I I do think I am gonna watch season two because I am interested in seeing how the whole triangle plays out. So, yeah. it even though I had a lot of you know nitpicks and grievances and complaints, mm-hmm. I I think it's a fun piece of entertainment that is. It doesn't it, it, like you don't have to get too invested in. Yeah. And it doesn't take itself, like, it does at times, but it doesn't take itself super seriously. And, yeah, the last episode is, like, one of the better last, like, season finale, or, yeah, season finales that I've seen recently, which is nice. Um, if you've... Also, props to the soundtrack. And <laughs> great. Props for getting all of those music copyrighted because bro very good songs funeral by phoebe bridgers playing when they reveal that Susanna has cancer are you kidding Mm -hmm. that is Mm heart-wrenching that's crazy that team that got all those copyrights those lawyers need to be given a raise (laughs) yeah it is a good soundtrack oh so good but yeah you can tell that the cast especially had a lot of fun had a lot of fun on set and you can tell that they're like genuinely friends and I love that for them. Um yeah. Uh go watch Summer I Turn Pretty if you have not already. I mean obviously if you have you've, you're you probably have if you're watching this, but if you have not or you have a friend that hasn't should go watch it. They're in production for season two so hopefully that comes out like next summer so yeah but as always we truly wouldn't change a thing because then we would be out of the job um go follow us on instagram and tiktok we make a lot of content over on those platforms editors note podcast and yeah thanks for listening